I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. From 104.7 WHUPLP Hillsborough, this is She and Her. I'm Sandra Davidson. And I am Anita Rao. We are here in the studio tonight, really looking forward to to a conversation with one another as well as the very special guest that we have not had on in a hot minute our mothers hello are we there Yes. Oh, oh my goodness. Mom. Excellent work, everyone. Good job. Oh. Technology. Hi. <laughs> okay, so no. so mom, why don't you start by telling us where you are right now? Oh gracious. Well, I'm in Harris Teeter because <laughs> your sister called yesterday and said she's gonna get in a day early and that means that my shopping uh was a day behind, so I'm trying to get some food in the house. Great. So. Well, I pre- we appreciate you calling us from Harris Teeter. This is a really special broadcast moment. Yes. Well, well, hey, I've called you from an airport and some other odd places, so this is good. Great. Well, uh, we are excited to reflect on the year that was and the year that is to come with both of you. So we'll do it kind of uh, rapid fire style, and you all can respond to each other if you want. Um, and... We'll just we'll just start and ask you some reflection questions. So, Mom, do you want to begin by? Um, I guess why don't you start by saying kind of what was the most significant thing that happened to you this year? I think I know the answer, but I'll let you answer it. Okay, <laughs> if you know the answer, well, there you go. The most significant thing and the biggest joy of my life has been the arrival of our wonderful, wonderful new grandchild, Navi who came into our lives in August, and he's almost four months old. And um, actually, this year, I just was thinking, I have traveled so much, five That's international true. trips and 11 trips in the U.S. Oh, my so Lord. So I'm in a permanent state of in and out right yeah, now. Yeah, no kidding. That's crazy. No kidding, yeah. Well, that's awesome. We are all very happy for Navi to be here. Uh, and yes, I know, indeed, I know yeah. Anita is feeling very similarly about her 2019 or 2018 big moments. Yes. Mom, what would you say is the most significant thing that happened to you this year? Well, I have none of those things. (laughs) (laughs) 
anything I'm going to say is going to to be very mundane sounding. But first of all, Sheila, congratulations again on your beautiful grandbaby. I have admired pictures. But um, golly, the most significant thing that's happened this year, um, I actually think I have made progress in trying to achieve a, a more constant state of not letting myself get too worried about one thing or the other. Oh so I don't know that that's significant. I think so. But, you I know, think a that's hugely significant, hugely. Um, I'll, I'll kudos you on that, so I think that's awesome. Well, I can't say I'm there. I'm, I'm at the end goal of that yet, but that was big. And this is going to sound also kind of mundane, but a really significant thing was that that our dog, well, really my number one dog died this year, and that was that was really hard. We spent the first probably seven months of this year addressing a lot of his medical problems and trying really hard to figure out what was the right decision, and, you know, just sort of one thing led to another. So that was significant, too. Well, I'm glad that you're working on worrying less. I think all of the Davidson women could benefit from that. <laughs> <laughs> We do. We do seem to have a little tendency in that direction. Yes. Well, okay. So maybe on something uh, a little bit uh, lighter, generally speaking, what was your most favorite book or movie or piece of art that you experienced this year? I'm jumping on that one and you're going to laugh, but I, um, I was reflecting on this and my favorite book is always the one that I've just read because I usually can't remember the one before that. <laughs> but, um, that's part of aging, but I really, really, really enjoyed becoming Michelle Obama. Um, she was so real, you know, and um, I think I, you could relate to her in so many ways. I could, you know, comes from a working class background, and she just, I, I really loved how she keeps reiterating the power of your story and how, you know, Everybody's story is, is unique to them, and we all can be our best selves and, you know, not, like, sort of negating anything about yourself. So I think that is a super powerful message that in, in, in the climate that we live in nowadays, that, that that's something we can all, you know, aim to become whoever we are, to be our best self. Yeah. I like that. She's had some great style on the road, too. I don't know if you saw, but she did an interview with Sarah Jessica yeah, Parker where she wore, like, yeah, thigh-high gold sparkly yes. boots they were I amazing saw i saw that yesterday i thought that was really i, I was thinking that whoa <laughs> but you know she she definitely um shows off her legs and um i i, I read i've been for i follow her on instagram and you know she has like makeup she has a, a big entourage of people who make her what she's doing so yeah. you know good for her and um yeah she she deserves all this what about you Madi? so my favorite piece of art was not really one piece of art, but it was the Georgia O'Keeffe exhibit Mm. that we went to at the North Carolina Museum of Art, and I loved it because I didn't know much about her, and the the breadth of her work and the many different aspects of it were unknown to me. I had always associated her with certain, certain style of art, certain types of pictures, and paintings, and it just blew me away. And I just thought she was a fascinating person as well as a wonderful artist. Well, I can hop in. I have 
Yeah, go really ahead. not seen any very much, many art exhibitions, but I've I've always enjoyed the artwork of some of the kids at school, and I usually ask them whenever they come to work with me, could you draw me a picture of a cute little baby? So I've, I now have a lovely collection, and I keep giving them for Navi. So, but nothing, no, no, nothing more, prof- nothing more profound than that. I've not seen any great art exhibitions. Mm. <laughs> I've enjoyed my own private art. <laughs> Your own private collection. The, You're, the ones you've commissioned. The ones you've commissioned. My, the ones that I've commissioned, um, yeah. And then when I did leave the school that I worked in, I've kept one picture of a kid who drew a picture of me, and it's super funny. I've got blue hair and these, like, wacko glasses, and I think I look pretty dapper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe, maybe that's a message. Maybe you should go through a blue hair phase. <laughs> That's Maybe right. I 2019. Yeah, I have a client who's my age with purple hair. I think that's kind of cool. Oh, geez. Yeah, geez, that's, that's really interesting, yeah. What are your hopes for the next year? Um, and do you make New Year's resolutions? And how does that fit into the picture? I I don't make resolutions because I know myself too well that I'll just do it for a week and then won't do it. So I just have like bursts of resolutions throughout the year. I just get in the mood and say, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this, and then see if I stick with it for a few weeks and then um, move on to a new resolution. But I, I, I know that I'm not going to do something at New Year, so I don't even try. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, I really should say I don't make resolutions. I, I, I guess I, say, I would say I have thoughts I would like to try to. <laughs> um, I do have some hopes for the year, which are kind of – Unformed, other than I want my family to be healthy and happy and productive. But, um, you know, I, I have really specific hopes and wishes for things like that Ruth Bader Ginsburg will continue to thrive and survive <laughs> and that this country uh, will start to make a turn, and in my opinion, or what would seem to me to be to right itself, um, both as a society and as a political force. So, Rebecca, I hope. just want to say that's amazing. And you know what? I'm going to send you my notes. The first thing I have written is, I hope my family will be happy and fulfilled. i got to stop uh, doing this 24-hour news cycle and hope that things can you know, improve and that we can come together as a country. So, you know, maybe our generation is, is feeling that, 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 you know, we're at such a low point. We really, really, really need to hope for the future. And that's why Michelle Obama's book comes back as yeah. such a, a positive thing, you know. But I, I just love what you said. And, you know, do something small in your own community and be kind and do things with love. And I think that's Absolutely. Cool. And, you know, the be kind is so, that is so important. I believe that very strongly. Projects and baby steps. Otherwise, you just feel feel sad. Anyway, that, that's great. We're both thinking the same thing. We are. Um, yeah. Thanks, y'all. We Thank you, you both. both very much for sharing your 2018 reflections and intentions. We are also optimistic about the year to come and the future. So glad we're all on the same page about that. Yes, definitely. Uh, we'll talk to you all soon. Well, it's always okay. wonderful nice to talk to y'all. You too. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Bye. I love you. And uh, be well.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So, <laughs> shall we, shall we switch, switch things up, shift gears yes, here? Yes, we should. Okay. So... Uh, <laughs> Where are we going? <laughs> we are going to talk about our own reflections on 2018 um, and the things that brought us joy oh, in this past year. Has. Yes. Okay. Do you want to start? Um, let's see. I didn't make a list. That's fine. You can go off. Go off the cuff. So things that made me happy this year: buying a house. Uh huh. I love so much and making a home with my boo. In that house. It is a very homey home. And you know that because... I know that because you hosted me for a slumber party this Woo-hoo! past weekend for my birthday. Oh my God, because happy 30th birthday, everyone. Thank Anita you. just turned 30 and she just has this air of sophistication yes, exactly. and centeredness and a glow about her. Yes. Internal and external integration has happened. It has happened. <laughs> yes. So that was great. That is a big one. Mm-hmm. That is a beautiful house. Thank you. I like that. Me too. Um, my first one, I'm going to switch it up. I'm not going to go in the order that I wrote them here. My first one was playing with my hair color. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> Which was a big thing this year. So I dyed it like red-ish in like February. So I'm experimenting with glosses instead of like a full dye, which gives you a lot more opportunity for creativity because you can do it and then it lasts like two months and then you can do something else. Yes. So I've had like really red hair. I've had more auburny brown hair. I've had, now it's kind of like a darker chestnut with some auburn. And it's just (laughs) been so fun because I feel like I'm like, I like having some kind of image change every little while um and it's subtle and it's reversible and that's been bringing me joy um well you know what i i got some serious bangs this year and i really like that yeah feeling these bangs i wanted some bridget bardot style 1970s era bangs and i got them and i've gone through a couple phases with them summer was rough because they just didn't want to do what I wanted them to do. Yeah. Because that humidity was just like, oh, you think they're going to go that way? Don't think so. Yeah. But then I just rolled with it. So actually having fun with my hair. Yeah, there we go. We've both been there this year. Yeah. So I sort of piggybacked your number two. That's okay. That's You can share. Um, Next, next thing <laughs> on my list is going to be... <laughs> You're going to laugh at this one. 
solving my skin mystery. <laughs> okay. But it's it's extremely important. <laughs> so basically, long story short, this mysterious thing started happening to me a couple of years ago where I started having an allergic reaction to alcohol. And I like went to a bunch of different allergists and did this whole array of experimentation and talked to this one guy who basically said, you need to create this really elaborate spreadsheet where you track everything that you drink and what you've eaten that day because it could be a combination of what you've ate and you've drank. Um, wow. I went to see multiple dermatologists. I had this horrendous experience earlier this year where they like put a million different things on my back and they duct taped like everything on and I had to like walk around I couldn't shower for four days I had to walk around with like a taped back of all of these like allergens only to find out that they thought I was like mildly allergic to nickel which like everyone in my family is which was not causing the thing not breaking news no I thought it was my birth control at some point it was out of control Mm. finally through my own self-exploration I realized that I had an allergic reaction when I was wearing like a particular like topical skin ointment. I was wearing that and I drank. It was a reaction to the ointment, not to the thing I was drinking. And I solved it all by myself. And then I Googled like Protopic, the name of the thing that I put, put was putting on myself. And like the first thing in side effects is like 15% of people get like red flushing and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hello. If I had a dollar every for every time I saw Anita get puffed up while we're doing a live show at she and her. Seriously. Y'all know how much we would have a cocktail in here every now and then. I know. So I'm very proud of myself for solving my own skin mystery. You're a regular Nancy Drew. <laughs> or a house, maybe. Yeah, more like a house. Big breakthrough. That is a big breakthrough. So, uh, me. Something that made me so happy this year was call me by your name mm-hmm. the movie yeah i watched it well after award season when everybody was talking about it and i was so moved by that piece of film because it was so beautiful and it reminded me that all uh visual film storytelling that i watched doesn't have to be so intense Mm. and it was just a beautiful kind of film that wasn't like psychologically disturbing or like extremely extremely comedy forward and it made me buy a book on screenwriting ah love that okay uh my next one i will go to is um my nephew navi which my mom mentioned he's four months old he is the cutest little thing in the entire world. He giggles. He has this like full laugh. Um, and he's just a, a delight. And he's so cuddly. And I love being an aunt. And he's just great. What do you feel like you're like, what's your other than just loving him unconditionally? What, how are you showing fulfilling your aunt role right now? Hmm. I think. Just being a support to my sister. God, parenting seems so hard. <laughs> Just like so many layers of expectations of what you want your body to do and how you want to like feel psychologically and emotionally and like the constant up and down roller coaster of day to day life. Um, so providing as much support there as I can, given that I don't actually know what I'm talking about because I, I don't have a child, but empathizing. I think that's um, huge. Yeah huge yeah well my 
I don't know, third, fourth thing that I that made me really happy this year was that I took a girls trip to Nashville with one of my best girlfriends, Cameron, who did our logo, did our music, and we had a total blast. Um, I am very in favor of just like girls trips. Mm-hmm. And as an adult where you go someplace and explore a city and it's just really about spending that intentional time together and so we went and went to a lot of music touring sites ate a lot of great food stayed out late and it made me very happy Uh, i'll piggyback off of that to talk about going i feel like i always every year want to travel more in the u.s i didn't do that that much this year but I did do two trips, which were really fun. I went to Miami, and I really liked it, actually. I mean, I, I couldn't, can't see myself living there, but it, it was cool to be in a place that felt, like, very culturally different um, and very much not culturally like like other parts of Florida that I'd been to. Um, and then went on kind of a big trip in the Pacific Northwest, and I'd never seen, like, beaches in the Pacific Northwest before, and it was so cool. They're, like, just have a very interesting, different look with, like, lots of – um, driftwood, like driftwood mm-hmm. everywhere, and it, like creates this like really beautiful set of contrast between like the color of the ocean and the driftwood all over the um beachfront. Um, and I really enjoyed that, so I do want to do more USA exploring. Nice, yeah. I think my 2019 might include a USA road trip. Ooh, nice, mm-hmm. nice. Yes. I like that. So I think that another area of my life that I've just really enjoyed leaning into and I feel like I'm beginning to wire my brain to default more to I'm not going to say majority of the time is just embracing um, the illogical so just like I think we've talked about this in like the last New Year's Eve episode a version of it but I think just innocence Mm -hmm. like your innocent reaction to something like beautiful Mm -hmm. and so I've just been trying to to recognize and identify um if something makes me feel happy or joyful which to me are different things or sad or um confused I've enjoyed sort of naming that emotion and not like thinking myself out of them so allowing myself to see sort of symbolism and beauty in Hmm. daily life in a way that like I okay so for example this summer I went to the dedication of Nina Simone's childhood home as a national treasure and we it was an amazing day I was there to document the house and the programming around it but so I spent all day outside in like 180 degree weather in North Carolina in July and then the night concluded with a concert and at the very beginning of the concert, they were playing this beautiful piano piece that Nina did in her early years as a classical musician. And then they release a huge cage of doves. Hmm. And I was, like, feeling that moment majorly. That's awesome. Versus, like, it's some, you know, a cynical millennial-style person could be like, oh, so lame. But I was like, yes. no. Yeah. I'm going to lean into that. I like that. I like that. Those, like, artful gestures. Yes. Breaking from the cynicism. Yes. Breaking from the cyn- That's where I'm headed. I like that. I like that yeah. a lot. Uh, <laughs> my hair was, I went a lot of order, and I don't know where I am. Oh, hosting. I, this whole summer. Not this whole summer. 
for five weeks this summer, I hosted the State of Things um, on WUNC, and I just had such a good time. And I think like you did a great job. Thank you. And I think it was also like a very it was July, and so it was like this good kind of like central point of the year. And I feel like in addition to like really loving that experience and feeling like I grew a lot professionally and in my interview skills. I think some things shifted in how I think about time and how I schedule like my weeks <gasps> that have been so good. Um, so like a big thing was like, I mean, I just did not have the mental capacity during that month to like do anything on the evenings be- or like it felt like stressful to me to think about like having like things with friends because I knew I would want to be present, but I would maybe not feel like I could be because I'd be worried about like whether I was ready for the show the next day. So kind of just gave myself full permission to, like, not schedule anything, like, Monday to Friday. And it was so nice. And I realized, like, how, like, I love my friends and I love our community. But I think, like, you know, dinners during the week, like, I end up really just feeling, like, more rushed both at them and before them and after them. And then the next day, it's just, like, it doesn't end up being, like, an uh, an on-a-whole really positive experience for me in my Mm -hmm. life. So trying to, like figure out where I can show up the best for myself and my friends. And that's like not really in those times for the most part and not forcing myself to like do that just to like keep up with people and like have dinner with them once a month. Like it's better for me to just kind of save that energy. And when I'm like with them in a way that works for both of us, like be, be much more present in that. Totally. Um, and so I think it was like a huge shift and it's been so nice. I feel like I go to work and I'm less, I don't know. I just don't feel as like hustly all the time, which has like been my MO for so long. Um, so that's been really nice. And like exercising in the morning instead of at night. What? I did not know you were doing that. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, so I've been going to some like 7 a.m. classes at like the studio close to my house. I'm like that's great. Cause then I just feel like at the end of the day, you don't have anything to do but relax, yeah, feed yourself. Take exactly. The dog and I don't have to think about like, sprinting out of work at like 4:45 to get to like a five o'clock class or whatever it is um so i don't know just like lots of little like little shifts that have made a had like a lot of big ripple out positive effects i think it's very important to make have like do a check-in about is that lifestyle working for me yes. anymore yes and i think things like exercise and then social you know meetups which i I've realized this year, too, actually, our friend Hannah and I were having this conversation once. I can't remember. Maybe I was telling her I was having, like, a very bad body body image month or something like that. And she was saying, we're talking about exercise. Mm-hmm. And what I really realized this year is that I have to exercise to, like, do well at work. It just, like, turns off a certain part of my brain that I flex all day at work. Mm-hmm. And it makes me – it gives me energy. I've always known that people say that's what exercise does. But exercise in some phases of my life just feels like, oh, I've got to do that because that's just something that we do. Mm-hmm. Like, we want to feel good. But I've had these moments this year where I've worked out or I have gone through phases where I'm not worked out. And I've been chill about it since having this conversation with our friend who was like, you know, one t- there was like a time – where I had to give up exercise for like six months or seven months because I was going through some health problems. And you know what? I never missed it. And I I pretty much stayed the same. And I was like totally fine with it. 
I've been on a journey with exercise this year. That's great. There is so I've read the book Intuitive Eating this year, which is like yes. mm-hmm. it's a little uh, intense of a book. It's just long. Well, one of the tenets is joyful movement, and the idea is like Word. trying to disconnect movement from wanting to change your body. And like the question they encourage you to ask is like, would I move today, and how would I move today if I didn't want to change my body in any way? Oh, I love it. And it's and, and the so they say encourage you to ask the same thing about food. And it's so interesting because it really like it makes you realize what's happening psychologically a lot of the time, which is like, well, I need to exercise because if I don't exercise, that I'm never going to exercise. If I never exercise, that I'm going to gain weight. Then and it's like, yes. What if you flipped that narrative every single day and like asked yourself like, what would actually feel like joyful movement today? Yes, and um, that is so life changing. Yeah, I'm into it. Um, I guess we should okay, talk let's, about yeah, years. let's talk about in, intentions mm-hmm. for the next year. Similar to our moms, I don't really set New Year's resolutions. Um, one of our, like, we've talked, I think we talked about this last year, like our mutual friends from college would set like a word of the year or an intention of the year, which I really like. Um, I have a couple that are all kind of intertwined. Um, one of the things I was reflecting on a lot last weekend as I entered a new decade was, realizing that I do have a gut instinct and wanting to like practice tuning into that more. I was thinking the other day, (laughs) this is one of the thoughts that you have in yoga where you're like, is this really profound or is this really stupid? (laughs) And I still don't know. (laughs) But when you're in a yoga class, they're constantly talking to you about practice and they use the word practice all the time and how rare it is to see things in our life as a practice. So I'm trying to frame my intentions for next year all around this idea of like that that like after 30 years, there are paths that are very well worn in my mind and in my body and like my emotional psyche and ways of processing. So I want to like approach these things that I would like to grow and change about myself from the perspective of practice. So like practicing tuning in with my gut instinct like it's going to be really hard because I'm so used to thinking my way out of everything so like I have to think about it as a practice and like practicing kind of automating things in my life that I just don't want to give a lot of attention to like I saw this like crazy pie chart the other day that was like here are my values here's how I spend my day and my time and here's how my brain works and I was like ugh, like it really resonated of if I were to actually align my life and my brain and the energy I put toward more toward if I were to better align it with my values it would look different so how do I workshop that yeah so how do I practice like automating the decisions that I need to make every day that are just like really not that important and like but take up a lot of mental space whether it's because I like checking things off whether it's because I'm like worrying unnecessarily about things so practicing like automating more things in my life that's awesome yeah um, and then just general mindfulness, which I feel like is part of both of those. Definitely. Yeah. How about you? I think you can have strat, like you can actually do set up some low bar, like low bar things, to even test your gut like yeah. on a daily basis. Yeah. I need like questions to ask myself. Yeah. Like, do I want this for dinner or that for dinner? Yeah. <laughs> seriously. Like, what, what do I really want for dinner? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we have. Mere minutes. Mere um, minutes. My New Year's resolution. Well, I really want to go out 
dancing uh-huh. for my 30th birthday. Fun. So I want to have some fun. Some Yay. Like good fun. Yes. And I want to keep leaning into a new practice of mine, which is feeling really good about being like, this works for me or this doesn't work for me. And just saying that, not yeah. feeling like I've always felt like um, I should be the last person to say that hmm. just because I can roll with most anything. Mm. But now I'm like, no, I'm going to try it out and see how it goes. But being less accommodating. accommodating. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Not like I'm going to be, oh, you don't want to do that idea. Well, I'm just not going to come. Yeah. But just having an opinion. Or just stating. Stating my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So... Those are two things. I like those. And I think I, New Year's resolution, just want to take Link on more walks. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Okay, wow, we're out of time. We're out of time. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us this year. And thank you for sharing our show with your friends and family and loved ones because we appreciate when you do that. So we encourage you to do that. And write us a review on iTunes. It really does help. For real. We don't just say that. And happy holidays. Happy holidays. All right. See y'all in 2019. Goodbye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.